0: how to attract and walk in divine favor how to attract and walk in divine favor how can you attract this favor how can you maintain walking in the favor of God we lay the foundation but I want us to know how can we attract this favor this is where many people have many questions You will agree with me that when it comes to favor, sometimes it looks like some people have got more favor than others. It looks like it's working for others and it's not working for you. How can you get to have this favor in your life? So I'm going to go straight to the points. Number one, be in God or be in the will of God. If we talk about divine favor, supernatural favor, or God's favor. It is something that you cannot experience outside God. Are we clear on that one? Amen. So you need to be in God. Psalms 5 verse 12. Psalms number 5 verse 12. The Bible says for you O Lord will bless the righteous with favor you will surround him as with a shield. For you, O Lord, will bless, what kind of people will be blessed by God? The righteous. With favor, you will surround them as with a shield. So that makes it clear to you and I, that one, the first qualification, to you having the favor of God upon your life, you have to be in God. Now, why have I quoted this scripture? when we are born again and we are in christ the bible says we are the righteousness of god second corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 the bible says we are the righteousness of god so now in second corinthians 5 i quoted 21 verse 17 we are taught when we are in christ all things have gone away behold all things have become new so now through the blood of Jesus we have been made right with God the barrier and separation that existed is no longer there and that's that is why we are called the righteousness of God so many people would love to experience the favor of God outside God that's the reason why sometimes you find people That are not born again, they will be there saying, God doesn't care about us. How do you expect to experience the favor of God when you are outside God? So you need to be born again. You need to be in God. Even Jesus in John chapter 3, what did he say? He said, unless one is born again, he cannot see and enter. So there are certain things that you will see and experience in your life when you are born of God. As long as you are outside the ship of God called God's kingdom, you will not benefit from the benefits of the kingdom of God. So when the Bible declares that the Lord will bless the righteous, He's talking about people that have got a right standing with Him. People that have got a relationship with Him. Isaiah 3 verse 10. The Bible says say to the righteous it is well. In whose life is it it well? The, The righteous. Say to the righteous it is well. So if you want things to be well with you. You need to be righteous. And righteousness is right standing with God. How do we attain it? When we accept Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior. I hope we are clear on that one. So it is well with you and you are highly favoured of God when you are in Christ. Let's go to number two. How do you attract favour? You should learn to expect good things. Expect good things. Expect favour if you are to experience favour. Some people feel they are... They are cursed. Or like things are not working in their lives. Because whenever you wake up, even when you leave home, maybe you are going to look for a job, you are going to work, you have a low self-esteem. What is always running through your mind is that I am not lucky. I am not loved. Nothing good will ever happen in my life. Let's read Proverbs 23 verse 18. For you to see, That what I'm telling you is biblical. Proverbs 23 verse 18. The Bible says. Surely there is a future. And a reward. And your hope and expectation. Will not be cut off. So what is. What will not be disappointed is your expectation. But the question I have for you is this. What expectation do you have every day? You expect to live in. In favor with God. But you don't have that expectation. That God can favor you. There are two things that will trigger expectation in our lives. Fear or face. You can expect in face. And you can expect what? In fear. Job chapter 3 verse 25. Job said, what I feared has come upon me. What I dreaded has come upon me. So, what expectation did Job have on his life? He was thinking, what if I lose livestock? What if I lose my children? He had that expectation, and it happened. Now, get me right on this one. You can say, Pastor, the Bible tells us that it was the will of God that Job went through what he went through. Yes, but now if we are to analyze it, Job himself, open your Bible, chapter 3, verse 25. He said, what I fear does come upon me." So God allowed what happened. Who knows, maybe God allowed it because Job was afraid of it. So have if an expectation that is full of faith. Expect good things to happen to you. You are a product of your expectations, beloved says. You can expect things in faith or in fear, like I had message. So choose to expect good things on a daily basis and when you expect good things they will happen to you expectation is like a magnet (laughs) expectation is what attracts things so now with your levels of expectation what are you attracting what is being magnetized towards your life let's go to number three how can you attract favor You should have a genuine love for God and His kingdom. Point number one, I said be in God. Point number two, I said we need to get to a point where we expect good things. Number three, I am telling you, if you are to experience the favor of God, then you must have a genuine love for God and His kingdom. Why did I include this point? And why did I use the word genuine? It is because there are some people that don't want the face of God. They want the hand of God. There is a difference between seeking the hand of God and seeking the face of God. Now imagine, in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, God says, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans not to harm you, but to give you a hope and a what? And a future. I love that scripture. But now, if you go down, read verse 12 and 13, the Bible says, you will seek me and you are going to find me, but only on one condition, when you seek me with all your heart, meaning there is a place where you can be seeking God and your heart is not part of it. There is a place where you can come for prayer, just to get what you want, but you don't want anything to do with God. Matthew 6, verse 33. The Bible says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now, the kingdom of God is, you know, a kingdom has got rules. His righteousness goes back to point number one. And he says, when this is done, all the things that you need will be added. Now, the problem is that people are are, are pursuing an addition and they don't want to seek the medicine. So now, if you want to experience the favor of God in your life, beloved saints, have genuine love for God and His kingdom.
1: There
0: are many people in the church that just want God to give them a child. And when they get that child, that baby will become an excuse. I can't go to church. There
1: are
0: some people that are going to church because they want a miracle job. And when you have that job, you will say, when the pastor is calling, just to check up on Uh So I'm I'm challenging you, have a genuine love for God. Mm -hmm. I have seen people that before they got married, they were always going to the mountains to pray. The moment they got married, they stopped going. Mm -hmm. Does it mean you've graduated? In John chapter 2 I mean John chapter 21 verse 15 John 21 verse 15 imagine Jesus talking to Peter have you observed that among the disciples of Jesus uh, that were physically present with Jesus Peter was the greatest but then Peter was the most <laughs> you know he was full of cowardice. but Peter was the greatest because of one thing he loved Jesus in John chapter 21 verse 15 Jesus asked Peter a question three times. He said, do you love me? More than these. Jesus was comparing. So if God is to look at all of us in this place, and he says, do you love me more than Pastor George? What can be your answer? Yes, I love you. <laughs> Charles, do you love me more than last mm-hmm. Mr. Banda, do you love me more than this one? Mm-hmm. So God now... I'm not saying you begin to compete with others. Compete with others in your personal relationship with God, yeah. just on your own. Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-eight. The scripture you love to quote. What does it say? All things work together for. my But it says to those who love God. So all things will not work together for good if you don't love God. So what that tracks? All things to work together for good. Genuine love for God. I feel the same. Number four, how do you attract the favor of God? How do you maintain God's favor on your life? Cultivate a lifestyle of prayer. Cultivate a lifestyle of prayer. You need to develop a life of prayer, a personal life of prayer. Imagine in James chapter 5, we are taught. Elijah was a man like us. That scripture touches me. And the Bible says, and yet he prayed. So Elijah was like us. He had the same emotions and everything. But what made Elijah different according to James chapter 5 is that he was a man of what? Of prayer. Prayer is where you commune with God. There is no man who has an encounter with God and remains the same. Moses had an encounter with God, and when he was coming back from the mountain, the Bible says they could not look at his face. So a man who has met God will be a man that will be looking, will be be sought for in life. Prayer is a place where you seek God, and going a day without praying is wasting your day. Because prayer is is, is your place of incubation. Prayer prayer is a place of of investment. Prayer is a place of investment and incubation. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. The Bible says, therefore, let us approach the throne of grace. That is the, the throne of God's gracious favor from the Amplified Bible. How do we approach and attract God's grace through prayer. And he says, with confidence and without fear, so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find His amazing grace to help us in times of need. Psalms 46 verse 1, the Bible says, God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. Now, let me, let me tell you something that is going to bless you. Those who seek God will have man seeking for them. Those who look for God will have people looking for them. whilst you are in the closets people are looking for employment but whilst you are in the closet looking for God employment is looking for you. whilst people are expressing their desperation on social media you've seen a lot of desperation like young men and young women have gone berserk on social media. Mm. They are posting, no one is taking me out. That's nonsense. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Why should you limit your value uh-huh. to being but hungry, food? Uh-huh. So while <laughs> they are busy posting on Facebook, uh-huh. you are praying, seeking God, uh-huh. there is a man looking for your hand in marriage.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah.
0: Mm-hmm. So those who look for God will have people look for them.
1: Amen.
0: You can't be looking for God without having men look for you. It's not possible. The Bible says the gift of a man will take him. Mm-hmm. Now here's, here's what I'll tell you. The gift you have has been given to you by God. And Prophet Emmanuel McEnjewa said something. He said, in order for your gift to get to a place where you, you express God, God has to be in the gift. So now, if God is in that gift, meaning if your gift will take you before men, who is taking you before men? It's God. Jabez. There is a man called Jabez in the Bible. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. The Bible says, there was a man named jabez who was more honorable than any of his brothers imagine he was more honorable than any of his brothers and yet Jabez is the one on the guy was born outside wedlock and the bible tells us the mother was a prostitute for lack of better terms and now the bible tells us he was he was honorable than any of his brothers how it answers let's continue it says his mother named him Jabez because he, his birth had been so painful. And the Bible says he was the one who prayed to God. And he said, oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do. And keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted him his request. How was Jabez favored by God? He prayed. So your, your background does not matter. If, if you pray to God, if you're a man of prayer, God is going to favor you. Mm. <clears throat> your birth might be unfavorable, but when you pray and commune with God, your life will become favorable. Mm. Your background may be unfavorable, but when the favor of God comes upon you, mm. favor will be added to your life. Amen. You can't commune with God and become common in life. You can't. You can't commune with God and become common in life. Isaiah um, 60 and 61. In uh, chapter 61, that's where we are talking. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I love 60. The Bible says, Arise and shine, for the glory of the Lord has come. And now the Bible says, Kings shall come to your light. So what will attract great men to come? Is the light what is the light John chapter 8 verse 12 Jesus says I am the light of the world so what will attract people on your life is the presence of God but how do you get the presence of God over your life when you commune with God the people you spend time with you begin to talk like them you begin to look like them you begin to dress like them and do everything like them so if you commune with God on a daily basis You will begin to speak the language of heaven Mm -hmm. there is something different about people of prayer Elijah was different because he was a man of prayer he was able to conquer 450 people prophets of Baal that stood against him Daniel was a man of prayer and was favored by God the Bible tells us three times he went and he opened The moment he was praying, he was not ashamed. He actually had to open his window for the sake of critics to see that he was praying. When people criticize you, you stop praying. Daniel, a decree is passed. He never stopped praying. Hallelujah. David was a man of prayer. The Psalms tell us that three times a day I prayed. David was praying in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, was always offering prayer to God. You want favor with God, learn to pray. You want favor with man, learn to pray. Why do I say even favor with man, you need to pray? It is because you need to talk to the God of men before you talk to men. Remember what Nehemiah did. There are many examples I can give you. Before Nehemiah spoke to the king, what did he do? Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 4, he spoke to God. So when he was talking to the king, it was already getting over because he had already spoken to God. But the problem is a lot of us, we pray to God in frustration when man denies to help us. That's when we pray. Hallelujah! Amen. After Vakanga, that's when we go to God. But let me tell you this. We need to cultivate a lifestyle of prayer. We need to talk to the God of men, the God of situations before we can confront men and situations. Number 5, how do you experience? How do you attract the favor of God? Do favors to attract favor. Only those who do favor favors for other people. Only those who do favor for God will be favored by God. I know this this point uh, may, may rather sound ambiguous, but as we continue, it's going to make sense. There is a golden rule in the Bible, Matthew chapter seven, verse twelve. This is what Jesus said. He said, "Do unto others what you you want happen or done in your life, isn't it? Amen. And you know what he said last. He says. This sums up the law and the prophets. So Jesus was saying the entire message of the law and the prophets, okay, was narrowed down to what he said. If you want something to happen in your life, you must make it happen for others. So one way to reap a harvest of God's favor in your life is to begin to sow seeds of favor in the lives of others. If you want to experience God's favor, begin to sow seeds of favor in the kingdom of God, in the house of God, in in the people of God. Make sure that you are helping someone if you need to be helped. There is a common saying, what you make happen for others, God will make happen in your life. So, beloved saints, in case you've not been experiencing favor, check the levels of stinginess in your life. Check the meter of stinginess. Adjust it to zero. <laughs> Hallelujah. Begin to give. Proverbs 11, 25. I'm teaching you biblical principles. The Bible says, he that refreshes others will do what? Will be refreshed, man. But the problem is that you are every time you are the one that is always at the verge of giving up. And yet you are not helping those who want to give up. When someone brings a problem to you, you have you have a system of saying, nah problem yanga." Sometimes pack your problem. Don't talk about it. Focus on someone's problem. Help them. As you are helping them, God will help you. Amen. Amen. So anytime you plant a seed, whether it is in finances, whether it is in clothes, whether it is in food, friendship, or any other area, God leads you. Those seeds will germinate, they will grow, and they will bear fruit. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. What does the Bible say? do not be mocked okay God can never be mocked a man will reap what he sows now the question is before we focus on what we are we are harvesting what are you planting hallelujah man of God you're welcome so it is coming to a point where we understand That in order for us to experience the favor of God, you need to become an instrument of favor yourself. I'm telling you, there are some of you that you have proposed in your life. I never. I heard someone saying something that bothered me. We were chatting, and this person said, "In a senior, a senior like wow. I was shocked in my heart. I went home, I was with my wife. I said, You know what? Hear what this guy was saying. It bothered me. And the Bible says, You you, you reap what you sow. So, like, you expect to to, to reap what in life. Mm -hmm. So, if you want to experience God's favor, learn to plant favor. Do favors to attract favor. So, there is a place where you don't just wait. For the favor of God. But you need to do something to provoke favor to happen.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You can't be a person that is always expecting to receive, 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 receive all the time. When are you going to give? If you are a perpetual receiver in life, you will never receive in abundance. Because what you have received, even the which you have received, will be taken away from you. That's what Jesus said. So when God has given you even the little, what is expected of you is to to grow it so that you can benefit others. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Jesus said something remarkable. He said, give and it will be given back to you. A good measure shaken together he pressed down, running over, yes. and he said, with the measure you use to, to, to bless others, it will be used over your life. Give and it shall be given. So sometimes don't worry, don't ask, when is my time? Are you a blessing in the lives of other people? Are you an answer? So there is a seed. Or planting time in the Bible as well as the time when you harvest. Genesis chapter 8, verse 12, tells us that as long as seeding time and harvest time remains, God honors that. A wise man once said, You will be remembered for two things the problems you create and the problems you solve. Let's forget about the problems you create for now let's focus on the problems you're solving around you in your family in your community in the body of christ in the church where you're serving you, in your nation what problems are you save, solving are you a burden or are you a blessing number six how do you attract the favor of god you need to have a humble heart, a humble heart and spirit is what will attract favor, a humble heart. You need to be humble. James chapter 4, verse 7. Why did I say chapter 4, verse 7? Chapter 4, verse 10. The Bible says, Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exhort you. If not mistaken, there are several scriptures in the book of Proverbs that tell us that pride comes before a folk. So, one of the things that will demote you in life is what? Pride. That's how God is. We have learned times without number that the kingdom of God is an upside down kingdom. For you to go up, you need to go down. And for you to go down, what do you need to take yourself up? So, learn to be humble. James has told us, humble yourselves before the Lord and He will exhort you. So if you are looking for exhortation, God's favor, come to a point where you demote yourself. Even when you are eating with people, don't just look forward to the interests I mean, to selfish interest of maybe just feeding your tummy. Consider someone that is hungry. Don't say, hmm, jala, hmm, jala npawek. There are people who are like that. Think about others. I remember way back whenever, whenever we had programs where we brought a lot of people together, uh, including for use of influence, and let's say we bought food, we would make sure that the directors, and, you know, leaders who are supposed to be at high table, were to, to eat last. Even Jesus, I correct, correct me if I'm wrong, when he was feeding the 4,000 and the 5,000, he said, now, put them in groups and give them. He did first sufficient to support that. So humble yourself. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6. The Bible says, humble yourselves. Therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time, he may exalt you. What comes first? Humility. Humbleness. Daniel chapter 2, verse 21. We are able to see that it is God who changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and establishes kings so what will cause god to remove other kings and put other kings the difference is humility and pride what made god to choose david instead of Saul? there was pride he said now so you've become proud oh okay i've found a man after my own heart that will save me And the Bible says it gives wisdom to the wise and greater knowledge to those who have understanding. Number seven, how do you attract the favor of God? If you want to experience divine favor, you must have a mindset of favor. Start thinking favor. Number two, I said you need to expect favor, but now I am challenging you to start thinking favor. If you want to have a wedding, stop thinking about your wedding fairly. If you want to graduate, stop thinking about you receiving for an exam of fairly. Start thinking about how you are going to look in that gown. Mm. Start thinking about how you will look in that suit. Yes. How you will look in that uniform at work. Mm. Start thinking about favor and you are going to attract favor. Proverbs 23 verse 7, the Bible says, As a man thinks, So, he he is. So, what you think about determines what you possess. So, a lot of people are defeated because they are thinking defeat. Don't think defeat. Think success. Don't entertain thoughts that everyone hates you. That's the reason why, even when they greet you, trust it in
1: Have
0: you observed? I'm telling you the truth. Life will give you exactly what you're entertaining in your mind. Mm -hmm. If you think everyone gossips about you. If you think everyone is jealous of you. I've I've been thinking there are people who are so obsessed on Facebook. They talk about haters a lot. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Even preachers. Are you telling me that the Bible has run out of scriptures you can post? Why are you talking about people? People talk about haters a lot on Facebook. They have a problem with them. Yes. I'm telling you the truth. Sometimes people are posting what they want to post and you are taking it personal. So beloved says, think about success, think about good things. Even Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 tells us, think about the following. And he says, whatsoever is noble, whatsoever is good. So there are things you can think about. So negative thoughts might be blocking a door God wants to use to bring favor in your life. Because you can imagine, if I think uh, maybe Sir Poor, Sir Blessings, or maybe even a slave doesn't like me. The day he will call me, I'll just take it and in. I've been proven wrong in my life. There have been people, yes, I know. I know when it comes to God's favor, it will make sense. God can, can even use your hat to actually lift you. I mentioned it last time. You know, there was a young man who was busy talking about me, and when I heard I said, oh, No, it's fine. I even invited him home. I said, No, please come. And I I, I I I'm sure he says that I hate what you were saying. And with time, this is someone that just says, No, man of God. The Lord has told me that I need to come and do this for you. You mind to say that? No? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So your thoughts should glorify God, and they should edify you, yes. beloved saints. No one is going to encourage you if you think defeat. Yeah. That's the reason why people yeah. be telling you, "You uh, not There was a time I was talking to this sister. I remember very well, we had a service with Apostle Fred at Unza. So, one of the people that came for that service, I was talking to her after the service, and she told me, Pastors, we know this is what you tell almost everyone just to make us feel better. I was like, No, I think you have the problem with So, there are people that, for example, I'm talking to a mother and says, Ah, never come pastors every time. No. Take even if that's what I tell people, but take it personally to work for you. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Number eight. How do you attract favor? You should ask for wisdom. Because wise people are favored. <laughs> so many people would love to have money without wisdom. And you know what's going to happen eventually? money without wisdom can be a curse in your life proverbs is a book that is full of what full of wisdom and we find the wisdom chapter in chapter 8 of the book of proverbs and now this is what wisdom has to say about itself and now we can talk about wisdom as being something but if you have to read proverbs Eight. From, the, uh, from the perspective of God You will come to realize that it's talking about Jesus Because Jesus is the wisdom of, of God Now here is what wisdom has to say about itself Proverbs chapter 8 verse 35 Wisdom says For whoever finds me Finds life and obtains, obtains favor and grace from the Lord so your doorway way to favor in life is to be wise. Is to be wise. Wise people are favored. The reason why, even in a family meeting, they will say, "You you in the panja." You will come. Sometimes, what what differentiates people is not really age, but wisdom.
1: Yes.
0: I have seen young people being part of crucial family meetings. Why? Because of what you can offer. And if you are always wondering why they don't invite you in the meeting, measure your wisdom levels. Solomon. Solomon, we are taught he asked for wisdom. Let's read. First Kings chapter 3. Verse 10 to 14. The Bible says, The Lord. Was pleased, was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom, so God replied, because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for a long life or wealth or the death of your enemies. When I was reading this scripture, I laughed last night. Typical Pentecostals. Mm-hmm. You pray, oh Lord, bless me so they can see. Mm-hmm. Lord, kill my enemies. Uh, yes. Solomon, God's, God was pleased with him because the he never asked for money. He never prayed for long life. And he never prayed for the death of his enemies. God was pleased with him. Imagine the Bible says God is not pleased with the death of the wicked. I know, yes, there is a place where we kill witches, but for today we're talking about God's grace. God says... I do not feel good when someone dies in sin and you are killing sinners. God says, I, I was pleased because you never you, you never asked for riches, you never asked for long life, and you never prayed for the death of your enemies. Mm-hmm. Now listen to what God said. He said, I will give you what you've asked for. I will give you a wise... And understanding heart, such as no one else has, has had or ever will have. Mm-hmm. And I will also give you what you did not ask. There was a bonus now. Mm-hmm. So God didn't deny what Solomon asked for. He said, Yes, I'm going to give you what you've asked. I'll give you what. That is wisdom. That's the reason why we are told Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived before Christ. <laughs> Okay, there are some people who believe Solomon was the wisest man who ever lived till now. No. Before Christ. Okay, so now, for us, we are more than Solomon, because the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. And now, this is what God said. And I will also give you what you did not ask for. I will give you riches and fame. No other king in all the world will be compared to you for the rest of your life. have you you observed that some blessings that were given to Solomon were limited in the time he lived (laughs) for God said no one will be like you for the rest of your life so other kings came and they did better than him and he said if you follow me and obey my decrees and my commands as your father David did I will give you a long life so, if you want to experience God's favor, you must be wise. That's point number eight. Let's quickly go to point number nine. Do you want to experience the favor of God? Do you want to experience favor with man? Watch your friends. Because your friends can cause you to be favored or to be defavored. haven't you observed that they say beds of the same one yes. do what sometimes they count you out because of the people you associate with mm. you can't be a serious man who has got a vision and a mission in life and you are playing with playboys mm. you can't be a decent woman Who wants to lead a normal life and you're entertaining slave beings? You are busy saying, my inspiration, my inspiration. Beloved sense, let me tell you the truth. There is a difference between being famous and being infamous. There are two words. Infamous and what? Famous. Being famous is to be known. But being infamous is to be known for wrong things. There are people that are well known, but the question is, what are they known for? So don't be, don't be quick to get inspiration from people that are rotten. People are not godly. Some people that you say they inspire you are homosexuals. You even know this one is a porn star. Some people will say, I don't care about the lifestyle; she just inspires me. Ah, behind every inspiration, there is a spirit. Yes. <clears throat> So what's your friends? First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. The Bible says, "Bad company corrupts, what? Good, good morals or good manners. So bad friends will take away favor from your life. They will take you away from favor. Godly friends will take you closer to the favor of God. So by your company you can be favored or you can be defavored, you can be demoted. Amos chapter 3 verse 3, the Bible says two cannot walk together unless they what? Unless they agree. Okay. Now the question I have for you is that, what agreement do you have with them? When you meet together, when you are playing, when you are chatting, what do you talk about? I'm getting feedback from that. Is you... Two cannot work together unless they do what? They agree. So there is nothing like nowadays, I'll be very honest with you. There is nothing like, no, I'm not going to do I admire people that have got nothing to do. Please, if you've got nothing to do, Come and borrow me the, the free hours you, you have so that I can add on top of the 24 hours I have that needed for me. I'm telling you the truth. There are times like yesterday night, I was sleeping for two nights because the other night I didn't sleep. 6 thirty, that's when I was going to bed. And eight hours, I received a quiet walker. Now, what I'm telling you is that in this life, if you have nothing to do, you will never achieve anything so beloved sense what agreement is there between you and your associates what do you plan and talk about don't just meet you can you can't just come all the way from Chilanga and you are going to 15 miles just to go and waste time you're wasting money wasting time wasting your fats no program cheap labor
1: plus
0: people with no programs mm. So my point is if you want to attract favor in your life watch your friends my pastor taught us one principle he said friends should qualify they should qualify you are, you, are, you, are, you are your own CEO. You've got the right to fire and hire. Mm. Yes. That's a qualified. Fire them. Fire. Someone said if you are not losing friends, you are not growing up. Mm. There is a place where, when you when marry, you cannot entertain some friends. Mm. They have nothing to offer. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Some friends have got nothing to offer. You are married. Zero six zero two, atonko, na Ah blessings, What should you do with my wife? Yes. Watch your friends. <laughs> Ah, you talk to me like that I would say, <laughs> So it matters who you entertain around and in your life and favorable friends will never bring favor in your life Favorable friends will attract favor in your life Friendship let me now tell you what friendship means Friendship means being in the same ship Friendship so how can you call someone as your friend and you're in a friendship and you're not in the same ship I always tell people the last three words of the word friend is end so meaning you the way you will end in life is determined by your friends your fate is determined by your association some of you, you may not experience God's favor because you have entertained wrong people in and around your life. Daniel was favored. I showed you Daniel 3, chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Children were favored because of Daniel. Who else was favored because of Daniel? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were his friends. Acts chapter 4, verse 13, the Bible tells us they were shocked when they saw the boldness of the apostles. But then they said, Oh, now we realize they have been with Jesus. So your association determines your possession. Are we clear on that one? We have nowadays that there is a classmate. Our classmate is a destinate. Destinate is a testament. Just because we're special, no, guys, let's organize reunion. Just because you've bought a suit, you know, guys, it's important for us to come. You want to come and show us your suit. Just because you've gotten engaged, no, guys, it's important, you know, to come together. You know what? And... No. It matters who you surround yourself with. Glory to God. Amen. I am not saying we, I don't have friends. That there are many people I have today, even in this place. Do you know that the majority of you, I would not have met you in this place if not for school. Mm-hmm. We have a destiny together. Mm-hmm. But but for some people, it ended just when we concluded. We were done with school. Bye bye, body. Glory to God. Amen. So, number 10, let's move. If you want to attract God's favor, be settled and committed in the house of God. Be settled and committed in the house of God. Psalms 102, verse 13. The Bible says, You will arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to be gracious and show favor to her. Yes, the appointed time, the moment that has been designated has come. So now, Psalms 102 verse 13 tells us there is a favor that has been specially reserved for those who are found in Zion. Mm. Now, Zion is symbolic of the presence of God. Zion is symbolic of the house of God. On Mount Zion there is what there is deliverance remember there the, are the, the people in the Bible that their deliverance their miracles were tied to a particular location this guy comes and he's told to go to such a place you are going to find an animal tied now man comes and he's taught, Go and wash yourself in such a place that blind guy he's got Jesus speaks on the ground and He applies that soil in his eyes and he says, go and wash yourself. Now, what I'm telling you is that where God has put us today is the house of God. There are certain blessings that you only find in the house and in the presence of God. If the Bible says in the house of God, in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. It means outside God's presence it's fullness of sadness. So some things can be enjoyed by everyone. But certain things are, on, are only reserved for those who are in Zion. Even David, the common, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Verse 6, what did he say? Let's say it together. One, two, three, go. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell where in the house of, of the Lord forever. So for him, he noticed that for in order for me to maintain the goodness and mercy, where do I need to be? In the house of God. Even Psalms 1 and Psalms 125. Psalms 1 and Psalms 125. We are told those who are not shaken are those who are in Zion. Those who are planted and rooted in the Lord. That's why David said, I was glad when they told me, let us go to the house of the Lord. You think someone can just say, I was glad. He knew what was in the house of yeah. God. So when David was taught, let's go to the house of God, he was like, oh, Zangena and Ire. <laughs> For the guy to say it's better to be a doorkeeper in the house of God. Meaning there is a benefit in the house of God. Yes. So you can attract favor by being committed to the house of God. Number 11. If you want to attract God's favor, you must allow God to guide you and give you discernment. Allow God to guide you And give you discernment in Proverbs we are taught acknowledge the Lord your God in all your ways do not lean do not depend on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him Psalms 23 let's go back to it the Lord is my shepherd that's where it starts from I shall not want a shepherd is someone that leads, isn't it? So when you say, the Lord is my shepherd, you are saying God is the one that is leading my life. We have a lot of Christians that have accepted Jesus as their savior, but Jesus is not their Lord. Lord is the term that denotes authority and leadership, master. So is Jesus mastering your everyday move- movements? Does Jesus master your language? Does he lead everything that you do on a daily basis? So when the Lord who is your shepherd leads your life, favor is your portion, always pray that God places you in the right place and at the right time. If you are to experience God's favor, don't be where God was, be where God is. That's one thing I'll tell you. So God should guide you. You should know where God is. You should know what God is doing. It's my prayer that you will know where, you will know why, you will know when, and you will know who to be with at a given particular time. May God give you grace to know which meetings to attend (laughs) and which meetings to miss. I've remained with two or three points. I'm going to conclude just now. But I've remembered there was a true story that my pastor taught, I mean, taught us years ago. Years ago. I've not forgotten, but this is something that he shared over 10 years ago. It was twenties or something. He said there was this missionary that came from Europe. He prayed. He had a lot of money and he wanted someone to bless and he said, um, God showed him the person he was supposed to bless. He gave him the name. You know that God is able to do that, right? And he even gave him the name of the church. Now, this guy was committed. <coughs> this guy was the Alinaswa of that day. <laughs> and now, on that particular day, Brother Alinaswa decided, ah, Keshna in the missed. And the instruction that man was given was that when you go there, he's not there. Give it to somebody else. Sometimes you can miss your position when you disposition yourself. Now, let me say it again. Sometimes you can miss your possession when you disposition yourself. Last time I said what comes first before, uh, between position and possession is to be positioned in Christ. But a lot of us, we want to to have possessions when we are not positioned within. We are seated with Christ. So it's my prayer that you will know where to be at a given particular time. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to challenge you. How many of you have been at a place where you felt God was giving you the edge to pray, the desire to read His Word, the desire maybe to... worship listen to worship and pray songs or maybe just the desire to listen to a sermon how many have been there now imagine if the times you had that desire you responded where would you be today at that particular time there is an anointing that God wants to release you miss it it may never come again number 12 if you want to experience favor, maintain positive and faith filled words. I talked about expecting favor. I talked about thinking favor. Now I'm talking about talking favor. Talk about it. I always say, He that is careless with their words, Cares less about their well being. If you are not careful with your words, you don't care about your life because your confession eventually becomes your what? Your possession. Don't be negative with your words and expect positivity in your life. Your mouth is your deciding platform as to whether you will be promoted or demoted in life. Imagine. For Jesus said, by your own mouth, you will be what? Justified. And by your own words, you will be condemned. (laughs) Luke chapter 21 verse 15. This is what Jesus is saying. It's my prayer for you today. He says, I will give you words and wisdom that none of your enemies or adversaries will be will be able to resist or contradict you should be Isaiah or Jeremiah the bible says i have god was saying i have given you the tongue of the learned. may god give you that tongue that will never put you behind us may god give you words of wisdom The bible says life and death is where in the power of the tongue and the last part i love the word good news it says you will live with the consequences of what you say so no matter what's happening never lose your confession as we go to number 13 I want to remind you, Proverbs 6 verse 2, the Bible says, we are bound to, or bound by our own words. We are bound to, or we are bound by our own words. Now the question I have for you is this, what are you binding your life to on a daily basis? What is always coming out of your mouth? I would rather always say, I am blessed. My marriage will never break. My ministry will flourish. My career will, fr- will flourish. My business will grow. Hallelujah. Man or Vera always say, this my, my son, this my daughter will be different. You don't speak what you see. You speak what you want to see. The Bible says, God who causes things, He causes things that are not as though they were. So, some people don't experience or see favor in their lives because they are too negative with their words. Second last, if you want to experience favor, you should discover your divine connections. Now, this is in the form of men and women of God. I've talked about friends, but now let me specifically talk about agents of change in form of the men and women of God. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. God says, and I will give you pastors after my own heart that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. This is God. He says, I will give you pastors. Now, when we talk about divine connections. We are talking about agents of favor that God has established. Now, the question I have for for us is this. Have we recognized people that God has set over us? If you want to make it in life, I included this. There are two people that you have to meet and embrace in your life. Number one, your destiny father. Number two, your destiny friends. Those are your divine connections, your destiny father and your destiny friends. Not everyone can be your father. Even Paul said you can have many tutors, you can have many mentors, but you only have one father. Now I want you to pray. I want you to seek God. Let God show you the agents of favor in your life. Do you know that there is something shocking about God's word? 2 Chronicles 2020. Oh, we are in 2020, right? (laughs) 2 Chronicles this year. 2020. The Bible says when you believe God, what's going to happen? You're going to be established. But now there is something that that happens when you believe God's prophets. The Bible says, believe the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe his prophets and you will prosper. Imagine. So establishment comes from the Lord. But prosperity comes through his servants. You can check your Bible. I've quoted. it. So in this context, I'm heavily re- leaning on men and women of God that he has assigned to favor us. Honor them, serve them, love them, pray for them, obey them. The widow in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1 and 3. The Bible says she was at the point of death. She was hopeless. She said, We are about to have our last meal we are going to do what? We are going to die. God sent an agent of faith. When the widow obeyed, imagine your last meal. The man of God says, "I'm hungry. cook, Cook, cook the food for me." Now if it is you, can you, can you do it? It's your last meal. We are saying "We are going to eat and die." And God sends that agent of favor. OK? Then you are also able to see there is this woman now. And now she's told, this is what we have. What do you have? We only have a little oil. She obeyed what that agent of favor said. And the Bible says, the only time oil stopped running was when the containers were done sometimes God will bless you up to the level of your expectation and your capacity so now because this widow recognized this agent of favor she was blessed and preserved I remember the man of God Used to pass through and have a meal. And this couple decides, you know what? We can as well build the man of God the house on top of us. (laughs) Now, I, I used to want to tell you, if you want to see the favor of God, entertain men of God in your life. Entertain in a sense that respect them, embrace them. Whether you like it or not, men and women of God, they carry the favor of God. <clears throat> he says, wherever you go and they will come you, leave peace. So it's like God. if God wants, he can give you peace. But he has decided to give peace to his servants. <laughs> Blessed are the feet of those who carry the what? The good news. So there, there is a certain peace that will only come over your life through the men of God. If you have been taught that you can as well have a direct relationship with God, that's a wrong te- teaching. Yes, there is a place where we teach that, but there is a place where we need to honor God and what He has set in place. I am not talking about you worshiping a man, I'm talking about you honoring men of God. Honoring a man more than God is what is wrong, but honor men that God has ordained. So honor and favor men and women of God to receive divine favor. This is biblical. There are many examples that I can give. Naaman went to the servant to the Lord. You know why Naaman was upset when the man of God didn't lay hands on him? It's because he understood the man of God carried the power. But then, the man of God's power was not limited in him laying hands. The man of God's power was also in the instruction that he gave. So that is why when Naaman followed that instruction, he was made clean. Imagine... When I say go, when you go home, go and do this and you take it personally, you will come back with a testimony. The previous week, before last week, someone will be coming to testify, I think, next Sunday. Not a member of our church. We're together in school, okay? Um, and this is someone that we've not been in touch in a while. I woke up and I told my wife I had a dream concerning this person. And I, I, I looked for the number. I called this person. She was excited to hear from me. And I said, God has told me this, 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 and that, and yesterday she called me. She told me, you know, when you called me, I thought, okay, it's one of those things. But she was shocked that God showed me the exact thing she was going to see. She was hopeless. And at that moment, this is someone that was working according to my knowledge. But God told me she was hopeless. She felt nothing was working and she told me, I actually lost my job. So as we are talking, she's going to report for work on Monday.
1: I'm
0: telling you. She was caught for interviews twice. <laughs> she was shocked. Now, beloved, says, there are people that carry God's authority. They walk in the shared dominion of God. Isaiah tells us God carries the predictions of his servants. You know that there is a place where God is not the one that will speak through a man of God, but God will honor what the man has said. So honor men and women of God. And you are going to have favor. Last but not the least, If you want to experience favor, you want to walk in divine favor, you should cultivate and maintain an attitude of gratitude. Live a life of praise and thanksgiving. Some people do not experience favor because they are always complaining. Always complaining. Before Lazarus was brought back to life, what was offered? Thanksgiving. I said Father, I thank you. I know that you hear me, <laughs> but for the sake of these people, before the food was multiplied, what, what was offered? Thanksgiving. Power and silence uh, before they were released. What was offered? Praise. Psalms one hundred. Bible says, "Enter his gates with what? Thanksgiving." You know, praising God is more like that he should prove himself. It's more like telling him to say, I have already thanked you. Now you've got no choice, but to do it. Acts chapter 2 verse 47. If we start from verse 42, you will notice that the Bible says they continued in the apostles' doctrine and so much more. They were doing what they were supposed to do. But now, verse 47, I want you to see where increase and the blessing came from. Verse 47, the Bible says, Praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. So, which one comes first be, uh, between favor and praising God? According to your Bible, which one comes first? Praising God. And then enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. God enjoys the company of of people that praise him. Complaining, agitates God. Jesus said, who among you can add a single thing to his life by worrying? Do not worry an attitude of gratitude does not just attract favor but it also maintains the flow of favor. Grateful people are great people. I want us to be upstanding thank God you know I was doubting If I was ready to give all the 14 points today because what I want is by the grace of God we should get done with this in the course of next week there is a lot that God has in store for us now there are many other ways that we can talk about that we can bring up in terms of how you can attract favor but you know what I want us to do go let's start with this Go back to number one. Ask yourself, am I in God's? Go back to number two. Are you expecting favor on a daily basis? Go back to the other points and begin to look at your life. If you do these things with a pure heart, I can assure you, you are going to see the hand of God over your life. So next time we are going to benefits. I mean, we are going to, to focus on the benefits of God's favor before we talk about what can distract the favor of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to pray. Number one, we are going to thank God for his favor and grace. The fact that we are part of this service today, I want you to see that God has favored you. I'm telling you, it's by the grace of God. I want you to appreciate him thank him even for the favor that he has given you you are healthy today you may not have the material things but you've got the presence of God I want you to thank God for the favor of marriage he has given you for the favor he has given you to be in school for the favor he has given you to to even have that business no matter how small it is for the favor God has given you to have that job you have that people it may be small, but you know, at least you have something to thank God for. I want you to thank God for the favor of children God has given you, no matter how notorious they are. God may have given you children like a Stefan but thank God. I remember at one time, I remember at one time Stefan was trying to be dramatic and somewhere. And you know, I was very harsh on him said, Ew, stop that. And this woman just told me one thing. And I had to freeze. Said, Uh-uh. I said, Okay. We should thank God. This is what it means when the Bible says, give thanks to God in all circumstances. Amen. <laughs> Children are a blessing from the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you know, for the fact that he's still young. He will only be turning three years old in the next six days. We bless God. I want you to pray. Thank God for what you have. Thank God for His favor. In Jesus' name, open up your mouth and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Christ Son of a living God. And Jesus might
1: mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm.
0: I want you to pray this way. We have talked about about 14 ways in which you can attract and and attain the the favor of God. I want you to pray. Some of you, as we were learning, you were able to teach where you are doing well and you are able to teach where you are not doing well. I want you to pray that where you, are, you, you, are, you have done well so far, I want you to pray and say, God, give me the grace to do
1: more.
0: Mm-hmm. Hallelujah.
1: Amen.
0: And where you are, you, you've not been doing well, I want you to pray and say, God, I thank you for opening my eyes. Mm-hmm. Now give me the heart. Give me the ability. May I begin to do what is right. Jesus said, you are really my disciples. When you do... So now, being disciples of God, or being followers of God, is not just limited to listening to the word of God, we must not just be hearers, we must be doers. I want you to pray that God give me the grace, where I have done well, give me more grace to do, more, but where you have failed, pray that God gives you the grace to do better. In Jesus' mighty name. Open up your mouth and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, Christ. Lord I pray. May you lead me, Lord, to do I feel is the, name of the, you, Father. Lord, I pray. Lastly, we are going to pray. We are talking about provoking favor with God and favor with man. I want you to pray that may God favor you. Because when God favors you, there are some people that will have no choice but to favor you. Because God's favor is not dependent on people liking you. He's not dependent on your ability, your background. It's when God says yes, no one can say no. So I want you to pray and say, God, I pray may I walk in your favor. When I'm at work, may I walk in your favor? When I'm doing business, may I walk in your favor? There are some people who may not want to buy from you, but because of the favor of God, they will come. Hallelujah. You know, even when they say, I have done this because I have no choice, your need would have been met. Glory to God. We are going to pray that the favor of God is going to distinguish us. The favor of God will work for us everywhere we go. In ministry, the favor of God is upon you. In Zambia, the favor of God is upon you. Everywhere you go, the favor of God is upon you. No soil is going to reject you. Because if God says yes, no man can say no in Jesus' name begin to pray Father in the mighty name of Jesus I pray Lord may I walk in your faith in
1: the mighty
0: name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus Christ in the we can lift up our heads. Father, in the name of Jesus, the same way you favored Esther, the same way you favored Joseph, the same way you favored Elijah, the same way you favored Mary, the same way you favored Peter, I pray that, Lord, we are favored today. In Christ's name, I pray that your heart is going to distinguish us in everything that we do. Wherever we go in Jesus name, when you say yes, no man can say no. I pray for your hand and I pray for your power to be upon us. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Christ, and of the living God. Lord, we are not just going to talk about favor. We are going to experience favor in our lives. In Jesus mighty name. Thank you for what you have done. May your people begin to experience favor. In your career. God is going to raise people that will just want to do things for you. At your place of work, I pray God is going to favor you. You will be promoted. You will be liked by your superiors. It does not matter who is jealous of you. The Lord is fighting for you. In your marriage, I pray you have favor with your spouse. You have favor with your in-laws. You have favor with your children. You have favor with your neighbors. You have favor with your customers. You have got favor with people you buy things from. Before you ask for discount, they will will give it to you. In the mighty name of Jesus the Christ, son of a living God. Even if they are selling counterfeit and original products, you may like a a counterfeit product they are going to give you original. I pray because of the favor of God, people will go out of their way to do things for you. You will not understand why But it is because God Will move them to move in your life In Jesus' mighty name Lord we thank you And we bless you And give us the wisdom The discernment and the grace May we know the agents of church And favor that you have Assigned in our lives We pray that may you preserve us Exempt us because of your favor From today Until we meet again With a grateful and the heart that is full of thanksgiving, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Hallelujah.